our show, Christy. We can do whatever we want. Let's show them how to do life. Oh, boy. Here it comes. It's like pandemonium, Heather. Okay, so I was thinking. She said what? I think I got it figured out. This is how this to do is life. how to do life. <laughs> I was born for this. I was born for this. I have seen the light. Hey, pretties, it's Chrissy. And it's Heather. And here's producer John. To hype the crowd. Just a quick warning. How to do life with Chrissy and Heather contains elements of real life, nostalgia, silliness, deep thinking, and other nonsense and whatnot. If you are adverse to any of these ingredients, this show may not be for you. So be sure to talk to your doctor and all your friends about how to do life. Let's get into it. Hey, Chrissy. Hi, Heather. Happy Friday. Happy Friday to you. Not only is it Friday, it is July 31st. Ay, ay, ay. We are officially more than halfway through the year. Ay, ay, ay. Yeah, I know. This 2020 crazy train that we're on, hopefully it only lasts this year. We keep acting like 2021 is going to be better. Yeah, we are. We are acting like, like... (laughs) Remember my children made the prediction New Year's Eve is going to be great because 2021 is awesome. I'm banking on that. I think we all are. And I don't know if we have super realistic expectations. There's no reason for us to think that's going to happen. There's no magic trick. We got to cling to something. Yeah. You know, and that's what I've got right now is that next year has got to be better. There's some type of magic that's going to happen on New Year's Eve. And we're going to wake up and this will have all just been a bad dream. My kids asked me to buy them a t-shirt. Um... It had five stars across it, and <laughs> one of them is filled in, and underneath of it, it says, 2020, very bad, do not recommend. Yeah. <laughs> and they were like, will you please get us this? And I'm like, probably. These yeah. are about to go on order. <laughs> we still have to have summer Christmas, you know? Um, so, right, you're running out of time. Yeah, running out of time. Yeah. Going back to school soon. You know, I was wondering, now that we have learned that... Um, well, your school, I think, is still starting at regular school They time. are starting up. They are back to school. Our school is not starting until the Monday after, or Tuesday after Labor Day. Mm-hmm. Which is, honestly, if we were up north, that's normal time. Yeah. I'm kind of excited mm-hmm. that we get to do that because I always am a little bit envious. When I first moved here, I was like, what? We're going to school <laughs> like the beginning of August? I don't understand what's happening. But we're going to have to go almost to the end of July or June. Oh. Next year, right. I didn't recognize that. Right. I feel like when I was a kid, school started after, which one is it, Labor Day? Labor Day. Uh, Labor Day, yeah. Um, So school started after that, and then we were out at Memorial Day. Right. That's That's what I remember, too. But um, it's gotten earlier and earlier. Like, if we had to go, like, even one day in June, if there was, like, a June 1st, we were like, no. I skipped it. Yeah, school school, <laughs> like school, school ends in June. In, yeah, we don't go to school in June. That's <laughs> summer. No, that's where I draw the line. Like, I remember one year, like, th- there had to be an extra week for some mm-hmm. reason, and school was going to be out, like, June 6th. And I'm like, this is just absolutely unacceptable. Well, as a kid yeah. in Louisiana, we would always be banking on the hurricane days. Like, we knew there were days built in for hurricanes. Mm-hmm. And if we didn't have hurricanes, then maybe we could get out early. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if we did have hurricanes, we were trying to negotiate how far into June would we have to go. I So we had snow days. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, growing up in Ohio, it was snow days. We often, though, would have two-hour delays. And oh. you don't have to make up anything for a two-hour delay. Oh. So that was fabulous. If you got a two-hour delay, it was great. 
great, 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 great. Okay, so I'm sure that um, for something like a two-hour delay, there are some kids who have everything ready for the potential delay like they oh know. god yes oh yeah not just kids families like entire entire systems are yeah. in place for Ooh, it's snowing Ooh, i think we're gonna get a two-hour delay like and you've got the wheels in motion oh do you think they're gonna cancel like because man snow you you will cancel you will not go to school and it's great like it's like hurricane days yeah but they happen kind of all the time and you don't like know it's coming. There's not like a buildup, you know, you know, it's just, it's a surprise. Like you, you're sitting there and you're watching the snow in the evening and you're like, oh, guys, I think we're going to get a snow day. I think we're going to get a snow day. See if that happened The black here, ice is what you got to go. Well, you got to get the ice on the roads. Oh, you want black ice because it's too dangerous. <laughs> you want black ice if you are a child because you don't want to go to school. Cause you know, the parents are going to be like, I can't work with this. Right. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> Yeah, the adults want you to go to school and they want the weather to be good, you know, but yeah, the kids are praying for the You just need it to be dangerous enough for the buses to not be safe. Right, exactly. Like, we just need to have just enough shadow of a doubt of would the kids die? Although that doesn't seem to be stopping us now. No, no, not now. (laughs) You also... um, you got to hope that something's wrong with the plows. You got to hope that the plows can't get out or that it's too deep that they can't like, that, that, you know, <laughs> that they miss the window and it kind of ices over and they can't like you, you got to hope that the plows can't do their job because those plows get out there and suddenly the roads are clear. The salt, they, they throw the salt on the roads and then your car is covered in salt and that's why the oh, cars man. rust See, up there and they're always in bad shape. There's yeah. a reason I live in Florida. Florida's a crazy Same. place, but we don't have that. Yeah, I mean, we got a lot, but. Not that. Well, I um, I definitely know people who um, would get, like, they lived back off of country roads, and they'd get flooded in, and it's like, sorry, flooded in, can't get out. Can't get out. Shoot. Here we are. Darn, yep. I have to stay home oh, today. Shoot. We're home. <laughs> well, um, so, yeah, here we are. We're at the beginning of August, and I, I'm wondering whether or not we're all going to get the back-to-school, um, like, Back to school energy, even though we're not really going back to school in the traditional way. I feel like I have it already. Like I spent the week this week doing um, like I got all the uniforms, you know, because. Oh, wow. You're really ready. My kids have grown so much in this quarantine. My son is growing an inch a month. Yeah. And my daughter's growing a half inch a month. Uh huh. Like I measured them one month apart and you know and wow um my son has probably gained 21 pounds or so um he's at 100 pounds now um my daughter's at like i don't know daughters don't want you to tell whatever but she's you know (laughs) she like they have grown so much i knew that there was no chance that their uniforms that they last put on march 16th um, fit them i held the (laughs) uniforms up and i'm like is this for a baby? Is this for an infant? That's not for those giant people, that's for sure. So between March and uh, August, they had a major growth spurt, and they had no reason to put on those uniforms at all. Um, and, they, you know, we all quarantined 15, I think, even right. the children. Um, and um, so, yeah, I went and got the, all the new uniforms. I um, ordered the new shoes, ordered the P.E. Wow, outfit. you're on top I, of it. Um, I don't have the school supplies, but... I'm well, ready to get that too. <laughs> Target put the school supplies out about um, June 20th. Like really? we hardly had 4th of July and I went to Target and it was no 
no summer stuff at all. It was all school supplies. I think that it's going to be bigger excitement this year than any other year because we're like, they're going to go somewhere. They've been here a long time. <laughs> you know, Mine like, aren't going anywhere. Our schools are virtual. Virtual? Well, we're doing a hybrid. So um, one of my, my older son is staying home. He's virtual. And then my younger son is doing a hybrid. So he's they're splitting the kids into two different groups and then they'll alternate. My kid's school has a very intense plan. Yeah. <laughs> that I'm like, all right, all right, let's get on it. You know, like it, 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 there's a lot of masks and there's a lot of distance and there's a, but my school is small class sizes anyways, mm-hmm. and it's a small population. Mm-hmm. You know, it's literally the same handful of families that I've been with since my daughter entered kindergarten. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. so I feel comfortable sending them to that environment now if my kids were um public school children i might have made different choices yeah but i feel comfortable in this school in this setting and with this plan and so they'll go back to school you know and if i get there and feel uncomfortable then we'll make a change and they'll end up being homeschool kids again you know but i feel okay with what we have put together as a place to start yeah i i think that's one benefit of going to small schools Mm -hmm. is that we just have fewer people to um, maneuver around yeah we don't have the same um crowding um problems right um and so each of you know my kids go to different schools and each school has come up with a different plan and so we're we're going with the plan and um i'm just looking forward to yes having some time to myself again but also having um just some structure you know it's it's definitely going to be like endless summer yeah <laughs> endless summer which you think of as a positive thing <laughs> it's historically supposed to be like surfing yeah it's great um but it's <laughs> not so much that anymore it's not so much that anymore well so um before we jump into what i really want to talk about today with which is really just a bunch of silliness um i have a little bit of housekeeping come back later please housekeeping a little bit of housekeeping for everybody next week we have a new show starting (gasps) or in the next couple of weeks at some point soon is um going to be one of our Spinoff shows, mm-hmm. you know, we've been playing Not Quite Therapy for the past 12, 12 weeks. 12 weeks. We made it. Yeah. Jesus. Yay, Brian, we made it. And um, then after Chrissy and Brian take a little bit of a break, we are going to shift into my new show, which is called Heather Solves Everything. I'm so excited for it. I'm <laughs> so, so, so excited. And you know what? I'm extra excited because you've kind of kept it under wraps from me a little bit like I know the basic premise but I I mean it'll be new and fresh for me too it'll be something that I haven't heard just like not quite therapy was for you exactly you know? so yeah I'm yeah. super excited about it so for our listeners Heather Solves Everything is a show where I take credit for making the world a better place by introducing you to people who actually are <laughs> and this is my opportunity to continue the conversation with some of the amazing people that I have gotten to interview through different freelance writing projects because I get to meet so many cool people who are doing amazing things for the world and um, for one it has checked me because I thought I was a pretty good person and it turns out I'm (laughs) I'm not even scraping the surface of um, what our potential is to make the world a better place and so 
these individuals that I have gotten to meet and learn about, um, I am bringing them back in and because I have more questions um, that I wanted to ask than I could fit into my 600 words that I had to write about them. So um, every week is going to be a different person who has some amazing project um, that I, if I can't, if I can't join them in the sense of taking on a whole new community outreach project, I can tell everybody about theirs. Right. And share how people can get involved, how people can start something similar in their own community. And so it's called Heather Solves Everything. I'm really excited to to bring this to everyone. Um, and so it'll be it'll be kicking off first week of August sometime. It's going to be so exciting. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, I, I really love that we get to do these spinoff shows and kind of dig into the things that really mean a lot to us. Um, Like mine was a relationship show. And interestingly enough, you just mentioned writing and, you know, that this will be people that you've written about. And I've gotten to link back to a lot of articles and I've gotten to explore new topics of things that I've written about previously that I've got to bring onto that show. And you're getting that opportunity here. Um, Heather's show will be a 12-week 12-week run, just mm-hmm. like um, Brian's and my show. And then Brian and I will be back. Yep. And then Brian and I will go away again, and Heather will come back and solve more things. <laughs> and uh, that's going to be kind of our rotating schedule of our little of our little side piece action to, to this game. I love it. So everybody be on the lookout for Heather Solves Everything. Who's your, Do you know your first guest? My first guest is um, Amy Garvin Rogers. She is the founder of the Backpack Project. Oh, cool. Um, she fills and distributes backpacks to um, people who are experiencing homelessness. Wow. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And she does other cool things, too. But that's that's the gist of what our conversation will be about. That's awesome. Yeah. And I love that you're going to bring some exposure to people doing cool things kind of locally, right? Exactly. And in our community. I think that's really neat. And I'm sure you'll be telling people ways to get involved in those projects. Mm-hmm. And we also, I, I think I've told you about, we're going to do a shift to our show when we come back and we're going to showcase more local um, retailers mm-hmm. and, and people. I feel like during this pandemic, anything that you and I can do to lend a voice to people who are providing great goods and services or providing great community support and services everybody just can use a little extra exposure yep. right now yeah you know? that's so. what we I mean we've got these microphones and we can do something good with them we exactly. can make people laugh make people think and mm-hmm. hopefully do a little spotlight on local businesses Love that it. might need a little bit of extra um well, extra cool. i can't wait to hear your interview with amy okay so um it's time to get into the grab bag what what did they come up with now <laughs> Not that Let's one. see what's in the grab bag. I think I've got it. All right. I have a I have a really serious question for you. Ooh, okay. But you're giggling. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's not a serious question. Okay, great. Okay, this is something that I want to know. We are now living in mask culture. Okay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Masks. We have to wear our mask when we go into public places. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like they're the wearing the mask really offers us so many opportunities. You know, you can you can go incognito easier. Oh, yeah. You know, if you don't want to feel like talking to people at the store, you can just put on your mask and sunglasses. sunglasses. Right. Adding the mask is actually. It's an upgrade. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, it could be nice. It could be a fashion statement. You, you, know, you, you want to hear the weirdest thing about me? 
Well, not the weirdest. <laughs> this thing is the weirdest thing about you. Thing about no, you? <laughs> no, but it is a weird thing. When I have the mask on, like I often like I'm going through the store or whatever, and I'm kind of like, you know, thinking to myself, like kind of you know whatever. Uh, I sing to myself with the mask on. I mm-hmm. feel like people can't hear me. Right. <laughs> See? Opportunity. Yeah. I feel Opportunity. Like, so I'm walking around with my mask on, and, I'm, I, and I just assume that no one can hear through it. Yeah. <laughs> it's a keeps fashion your face warm if you're If you're cold. It can keep your face warm. It could be, a, it could be an opportunity for, for advertising. We I, could have how to do life masks We made. could. You've talked about that before. And yeah. actually, I was driving on the way here today, and I saw... Um, a print shop that was like your logo here and they yep. had that they're making the masks and I was like we might want to do that I also like so the lucky and charmed where you got yours mm-hmm. is where I ended up getting my mask too and I ended up I was telling you that I did the back to school hard already I ordered my kids masks that matched their uniforms mm-hmm. um I got you know so I've got all their masks all ready to go um I do try to coordinate mine to my outfits um and yep yeah I, I'm starting to get a kind of a collection <laughs> yeah I have fully embraced mask culture and um, I also went to Lucky and Charmed this past weekend and mm-hmm. got um, new school masks and um, of course one for myself as well but here's what I want to know about your mask this is another opportunity that I don't think anybody is taking advantage of and I want to know how you would handle it okay if you could put any snack into your mask and eat it like a horse in a trough what would it be um, <laughs> that was your serious question. <laughs> I need to know what would it be. I wouldn't like that, Heather. <laughs> I don't know. It would be nothing. I, I know what I, mine would be. What goldfish crackers in your mask? Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm thinking I could have a little mask that has a little pouch at the bottom, and I could just put goldfish crackers down there. And whenever I'm hungry, I could just have a little cracker. I mean, I guess if you're likening it to a horse thing, I, I, I could get with a sugar cube or like maybe something minty. Ooh, you you ever have your mask on and you're like, mm, maybe my breath is not in the best shape that it could be. I'm always afraid that I have bad breath. Um, so maybe like some some minty, like yeah. a, like a, like a mint leaf, or because mm-hmm. you know, I can't really chew gum, it's too airy. But um. Yeah, maybe maybe something like that. Something to think about. Next time you're at the store, you can kind of look at the snacks and, and ask, is this mask friendly? I mean, like a fruit roll-up would be. Yeah. You just stick that sucker in there. And, yeah. yeah. Okay, so. It's, it's a very gross idea, and I <laughs> don't know why you even thought of it at all, but okay. We it went there anyways. Me, it occurred to me that this is an opportunity. Like, I could, I could have, like, nuts in here. <laughs> no. You're a very strange soul sometimes, Heather, <laughs> but I love you dearly. I also want to know, um, would you rather live... Ooh, would you rather? I love yeah. this game. Would you rather live life with no inhibitions, which is pretty much how you live anyway, <laughs> or live a life with no stress? No inhibitions, do whatever, or no stress? I feel like they almost go a little hand in hand, but I think... If I wasn't stressed, I don't know. Maybe no stress. Stress sucks. Stress is the worst. That's I was okay. So I was thinking about this too, and I, I immediately went to the positive of stress. Like you, stress could be good. Like yeah. you know, it sometimes stress is the driver. True of innovation. Yeah, yeah, that's true. 
But also, that, those knots in your shoulder that are just constantly there these days. I think that right now in our state of history, th- the appeal of less stress is strong. And maybe it would change, you know, like if it was like, I don't know. Right now, what is there to be inhibited about? We can't go anywhere. We can't do anything. Like, is it, you know? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, good to know. Something to think about. Here's another one. Would you rather have? I really do love this game. I know. Like, I don't like it when you pop quiz me, but I like would you rather. Okay, good to know. Would you rather have a horrible job, but you can retire comfortably in 10 years or have your dream job, but you have to work until you die? Dream job. And work until you die? Mm-hmm. If I love it. If I love it and I want to do it forever. But it has to be part-time. <laughs> <laughs> I have to be able to make my own schedule and things. I've had a horrible job before. And, um, and I don't know that there's any of my life that I would be willing to waste at a horrible job. Um, I Although I already have. I started watching um, season 10 of Shameless. Mm-hmm. So I will say thank you, Netflix. You are putting some things out right now. There hasn't been enough new content. There hasn't been something to like get jazzed up and excited about. And, man, I'm telling you, end of July, they put out some new stuff, and I'm really happy about it. Uh, I don't know how long we're going to get new content because I don't think that a lot of shows can record right now. Um, so Yeah, that's true. I'm just being grateful for what I have, and I'm glad Shameless is back. But on Shameless, poor Ian... Um, gets out of jail, and he has an evil parole officer, and she forces him into this job, and he's trying to figure out how to get out of it. And they're like, look, you're only on parole for two years. Just do the crappy garbage job for two years. And, you know, that's kind of in line with your question here. Yeah. Luckily, they just murder the parole officer, and so oh, he well, gets out of the job. That's fine, you know, but... Solves both problems. Yeah, exactly. So that's... <laughs> Sorry, guys. Spoiler alert alert on the first couple uh, episodes of Shameless Season 10. Well, you know, I um, I often hear about people who really, really hate their job. Um, and they say, but, you know, I retire soon. I'm five years away from retirement. I'm going to have good pension. You know, it's going to be worth it. And in the back of my mind, this is a morbid thought, but the back of my mind, I'm like, what if you don't get it? Like, what if you die? Heather, what if you... that's why I got divorced. Yeah. I felt like... I could stay here until these kids grow up, but why do I want to spend the next decade in something that's not good for me and that's not right for me? And what if at the end of that decade, like my parents both died at 60 and 63. What if at the end of that decade, I st- actually, I was thinking about it yesterday. I was thinking, I'm going to turn 40 in a couple months. And I was trying to think of like my 10 year plan, you know, like, where do you want to be in 10 years? And I started doing the math, and I'm like, your daughter will be a senior in college in 10 years. Whoa. Your son will be uh, uh, finishing his sophomore year of college. You know, he'll be ready to go be a junior, you know, and she'll be finishing being a senior. And I was like, whoa. that, And that's what kind of made me get into, like, some perspective thinking stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, what do I want for myself? Because I only have a decade where I'll be a full-time mother, mm-hmm. you know, and then what what things am I going to be doing? You know, but yeah, like that's a big part of why I got divorced. It really is because I was like, do I want to spend the next decade in moderate happiness and a lot of unhappiness, you know, just to keep an intact household 
for these kids. And I did not want to. And I didn't. Yeah. I I um, am often called Pollyanna by my friends because I do often see an optimistic and positive perspective on life. But I also feel like we're pretty doomed, you know, like we're... <laughs> That's very optimistic of right. you. Right. We're pretty doomed. We've screwed things up so bad. And we are, it, we're not willing to make it better in, in some cases. It seems like we're not going to get our shit together. Mm-hmm. And we might not get it together in our lifetime. Mm-hmm. And I think that's pretty obvious. And so, like, why waste, why spend your life in a job? Like, in addition to all of the stupid stuff that we have to put up with, and then you also go to a place that you hate right. every day and spend most of your time there. Mm-hmm. So I would definitely pick dream job. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Do something that was that a lot of spin to, to get back to the, just the answer to that question. <laughs> well, speaking of the future, I have another question for you. Mm-hmm. What would you ask a time traveler from 200 years in the future? If I, if I showed up today and said, I have been 200 years into the future. So 2,220. Mm-hmm. What would you ask me? I think I'd be like, give me like a real high level overview of what we're doing here. Like we're like, I I don't, I don't need to know. Like, tell me the major historical things that have happened. You know, like, like where, where do we end up? You know? Ooh, that could be tricky. <laughs> cause would you, cause then you would be tempted to live life differently possibly. I would. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. I honestly don't know. I think I have a lot more questions about the past than I would about the future. I don't know. It, does Do people know about the past anymore? I feel like uh, maybe we, we are evolving to a place <laughs> where people are only living in this one little moment that they can see and understand. And we're not doing a very good historical job. Maybe the person 200 years in the future only knows what's happening like that day <laughs> maybe they've blocked out all things that came before them okay so i have a movie that you might enjoy and in fact i'm going to put it in the category of now here's part of the show where chrissy and heather tell us what to do well might i recommend frequently asked questions about time travel mm-hmm. this is a movie mm-hmm. frequently asked questions about time travel it is a great movie. Okay. You need to to watch it and hang in there. Okay. It's good. And um and you might need to watch it a few times because I definitely needed to watch it a few times to wrap my head around everything that happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's all about um time travel, obviously. And um and all the frequently of, asked questions yeah, that people just, have. Well, it's um, <laughs> it, it gets complicated. I'll just say that. <laughs> I, I believe it. Um, speaking of time travel movies, did you see the trailer for the new Bill and Ted? <gasps> what is that? Okay. It looks amazing. Okay. I saw, I did not realize it was actually a movie. It's real. It's real and it's happening and it's coming out pretty soon. Okay. Well, I have forget a, one. I have another really important question for you then. Okay. This is something that is I'm a debate in my house. Okay. Bill and Ted's. Excellent Adventure or Bogus Journey, which is better? Excellent Adventure. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Like, Hondo. obviously. Hondo. Yeah. Uh-huh. Robbie yeah. thinks that Bogus Journey is better than no. Excellent Adventure. He's wrong. I agree. 
Okay, I had <laughs> such so there's that. Subtle, He's just dumb, wrong. Such a huge crush on um, Alex Winter. Oh yeah. Oh, big time. Yeah, it is. Um, let me see. What's the deal? I saw a trailer and I, something's happening. Well, I saw that there was something coming on too, and I didn't know. Like, is this an actual movie or is it some other? Oh, Bill and Ted face the movie, the music. Mm-hmm. And we can watch the trailer. And um, so, like, I guess I need to read about this and find out what the deal is because I thought this was just it some comes kind out of September first, and it's going to be in theaters, and you'll be able to stream it because you can't. We can't actually go places, you know. So uh, it's going to be available both September first. We don't have to wait very long, and I can't wait. It's seventy-eight minutes long. Um, the preview looks great. And it looks really fun. It says here, a visitor from the future tells best friends, Bill and Ted, that one of their songs can save life as we know it and bring harmony to the universe. Of course it can. And well, can can we just have this be real? Can Keanu, uh, like, save us? It would be great. I really hope this is foreshadowing. <laughs> I, I mean, Maybe September 1st, everything's yes! over and the world is safe. Maybe Bill and Ted are going to save it. I just got chills. That could happen. Yes. So everybody hope for that. I really like that idea. Okay. <laughs> I'm feeling better about the future already. It's going to happen. Thank you. Okay. Another question. When you were a kid, what did you think this age would be like? Um, I thought this age was old. Yeah. I thought that 40, like, like I said, I'm about to be 40. Like, and I was just thinking the other day, I'm like, you're about to be 40 and that's young. That's no big deal. Like what I really started thinking about, like I said, I was thinking about 10 years down the road. And I was thinking, all right, so you're be about to turn 50. And 50 is when you're like a real adult. <laughs> like 50 is when it like really happens, I think. But what really was sticky in my brain, Heather, was my sister is 10 years older than me. And I was like, your sister will be 60. And that, that seems felt really yeah. odd and icky. You know, like, because I'm almost 40 now. I'm 39. And I'm thinking 10 years down the road. And I'm thinking... My sister will be a 60-year-old woman then. Hmm. That's unsettling. It is very unsettling. (laughs) So I thought, I probably thought this age was worse than it actually is. Yeah, it's not bad. Like, considerably worse. Like, because I don't know if my family's household and situation was, like, a picture of marital bliss or... uh, you know, like, I mean, it was fine. Like, we were fine. Everything was fine, you know. But, like, it just was kind of, meh, you know. And I think it's better than I thought it was going to be. It's completely different than I thought. I don't know that I really thought about what life would be like when I was 40 or what it would be like to be, well, I'm 44, what it would be like to be 44. But I recently did the math and figured out that when my parents were 44, I was a junior in college. And, and about to get married. Wow. And that blows my mind. Yeah. I mean, like, there's mm-hmm. no way, no way that I, my, I, like, when I look back at my wedding pictures and I see my parents and I'm like, they were only 45 years old. Wow. Like, I thought they really had it together and I don't have it together. Right. Like, I'm still figuring it out and mm-hmm. they, it, there's math happening in my brain right now. Mm-hmm. I can't talk. Right. 
You know, sometimes I get, I've told you this before, and this is a personal Chrissy phobia issue for sure um, because of my own parents and my own history. But sometimes I get really nervous that I'm living too quickly. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I get really nervous that I'm busting through all the things. And, you know, like I busted through my career really quickly. And, you know, and I, you know, you don't want to waste it. Yeah. So I, sometimes I, and sometimes I get scared. Like, uh, so remember Joe Paterno and he had the whole big, terrible, mm-hmm. like, stuff happen. Like, when that stuff happened and they forced him to stop being a coach, right. I knew he was going to die because he mm-hmm. was one of those people who, you know, this was his thing. This was his calling. This was, you know, like, it's what kept him alive, you know, like, and some people need a project and they need a thing. And so sometimes I get a little bit over, and I know this about myself, I get a little bit overly, like, I have to have a project, I have to have a thing, I have to have something that I'm working toward, because I can't ever sit down, because if I sit down, I'll die. Yeah, you know, I know, like, I know that like, feeling. I get a little bit like that sometimes. And it's just a quirk of being Chrissy, you know, it is what it is. But I try to settle it down. And I try to keep, you know, everything in perspective, because I don't want it to become not fun. Right. You know what I mean? I still want projects to be fun and whatnot. Yeah. But I do always feel like I need something on, you know, on the docket. I always need something that is coming up next. And Mm -hmm. I do, I I get a fair bit of anxiety if I don't have that. I used to, um, I used to feel like I always needed to have something that I was working on. and, And I still like to have something that I'm working on. But I've had enough experiences where what I thought I was supposed to be doing was ripped away from me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I have just had a reckoning with the how temporary different things are. And so I try to not get too attached. And and whenever, like right now, like in 2020, like my business right. has taken a completely different turn than I expected to, for it to go this year. I did not think that I was going to be working on the projects that I'm working on now. Right. But I keep having the affirmation of discovering that whatever, whatever comes next is usually pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. And so like... I, I do feel, feel that way. I do. And I do that. feel very open with it. Like right now I feel very open in terms of relationship stuff mm-hmm. and you know like like something's going to come along yeah. and I don't know what it is and you know like I feel very open in terms of like job opportunities mm-hmm. stuff. I don't feel like I have to, you know, jump into the wrong thing, but I do feel like I have to be looking for the right thing. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so I have something that a question that is not at all as deep as what we've been talking about. Yeah, we really have run the gamut today. (laughs) When was the best reason, most worth it, that you faked being sick? When did you fake being sick and it was totally worth it? I... I'm going to tell you a regret instead. Oh, okay. A time I wish that I would have faked. Mm. Was it your wedding? <laughs> no, it was not. <laughs> no, no. I can't be there. I'm so sorry. Can we do that another day? Oh, that's really funny. <laughs> um, no, um, it was when I was in high school, a friend of mine bought me tickets to go see you two in concert in Detroit on Halloween night. Oh, wow. And that was my birthday present from my friend. And my parents would not let me go because there was a high school football game and I was committed to be in the band and to be a cheerleader. 
and they would not let me go. And they thought that Detroit might be bad on Halloween night and that, yeah. you know, there could be riots and cars getting lit on fire and whatever. Like, yeah. like so they said no. And it is a big regret of mine that I didn't go against them and go to the concert, yeah, and go to the concert instead. Oh, man. I should have, I should have gone. And then she brought me back a t-shirt and that just oh. made me feel like total garbage. It made me feel worse. I wonder if your parents... When they made the decision that they had to tell you that you couldn't go, what if, I wonder if they were like, man, that's, that would be so awesome, but we can't let her do it. I don't know, and I can't ask them, but I can tell you that my dad got to hear about it for a long time. <laughs> like, like, and I think, I kind of think that my parents might have thought, I was not a particularly um, listen to the rules girl. I think that they probably were like on high alert. For me that day that I might just disappear and go. Yeah. And I definitely thought about it. And I really wish I would have. I really wish I would have been like, screw you guys. And just left. But wow. I didn't. Oh, man. Didn't. You would have been totally justified. Yeah. Totally but you know would've. what? That could have been one of those, like, time travel like things. sliding doors. Yeah. Have you ever seen that movie? That's a that's a movie we should recommend. Is it scary? No. Sliding doors is Gwyneth Paltrow. And it's, um, she goes to her job. And she gets fired, and then she leaves, and it's two different alternate realities. Oh, one, yep. One if she makes the train, and one if she misses the train. Oh, man. And it's really cool. It's from the, like, early 90s, but, you know, conceptually, it's really neat, and it's it's a pretty good. I never watched it because I'm not a big Gwyneth fan. Yeah. Um, but I will now. I'll um, watch it because that, sh- that concept intrigues me. Yeah. Um, she, her accent's not good. You won't like that, but otherwise, you know. Last question. Last question. If you could give your best friend a tattoo in their sleep, what would the tattoo be? Well, gosh, first I have to think of who I would be giving this to, because I have a wide range of friends, but not necessarily like a bestie bestie. Choose a friend that you would tattoo in their sleep. Okay, I'm going to choose you. Oh, no. (laughs) What would well, you what would you ink me with? What would I ink you with? I have no tattoos. I know. I would try I would try to think of something that they would actually like. Like that they wouldn't mind being on their person forever. Um I wouldn't do something very big. Thank you. I would do something small <laughs> and that you could put away easily. Um Something discreet? Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe I would do... I have to think about what it was. Like, I've actually been thinking about getting a new tattoo. Oh, really? Lately. Of yeah. what? I don't know exactly of what. I think I have more of a wear, you know? So I have, like, I have three body parts that I kind of want to put a tattoo on right okay. now. Um, I haven't decided exactly what. I've been kind of thinking about a delta symbol, mm-hmm. um, a triangle. Um because it means change. Oh. And I think yeah. we are in such a weird, like, kind of, I kind of want a tattoo to commemorate this odd portion of time. You yeah. Know? And just, so I've been thinking about that, maybe, you know, just a little triangle, a little something. I don't have any tattoos, but I 
like the idea of commemorating things. Yeah. And that's what I would try to pick for you. Yeah. Like, like I have this one that is just a big heart that's me and then two little hearts that are my kids. Mm-hmm. You know, so I like and I have one that's a family tattoo. My mm-hmm. sisters and I have the same tattoo. Um, the, the palm trees on my shoulder. My dad always told us um, if we ever needed him. We could find him at the third palm tree on the left. Aww. And we have three palm trees, and there's three sisters. And so the oldest sister, her first palm tree is the tallest on her tattoo. And mine is the tallest in the middle because I'm the middle sister. And my younger sister's, her end one is the tallest. And, you know, I like that. And, you know, my parents like the beach. And, you know, so yeah. this, is, this is our family one. We have that, you know. Um, I have my one from the Camino, and it means something, you know. And it's... Um, as you walk on the Camino, the sun kind of hits you right on your left shoulder oh, and nice. you follow arrows across the entire country. That's how you Love know where it. you're going. You don't have a map. You don't have anything else. You just have these arrows that you follow. And so I got that, you know, and I have my Icelandic Wayfinder. Like, and I, so I have four tattoos right now and they're all fairly new. They've all come uh, since right around right before i separated Mm. so i've gotten like one a year Mm -hmm. it's about time for a new one i guess and like if i was picking for you i'd try to pick something that commemorated your family you know like something you know like like some interlocking hearts or something you know like i have a friend who has um has a chevron he has three chevrons and he's got three kids Mm -hmm. and and the kids all have the same chevrons also and it's kind of like the same as the palm trees where the he has all three filled in and they each have the one that represents their birth order filled in. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. And I like that. I, I like, that. Mm-hmm. like, I think that's yeah. just like it's a family thing mm-hmm. and it it kind of unifies you and it, and it means something. Yeah. Um, I've just been too chicken to ever get one. It Honestly, <laughs> You've been through way worse. I guarantee it. It's not a big, it's honestly not a big deal at all. Like you just sit there and get it done, especially if you're doing something small. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Well, never say never. Maybe we'll get tattoos on the air one day. Oh gosh. I don't know if I, I don't know if I'd be able to do that. I think it'd be amazing. (laughs) (laughs) My next show is going to be the tattoo (laughs) show. Um. So, I guess before we jump into a whole new month, we should give everybody a little bit of... Don't forget your homework. Okay, guys. So, this show is a whole bunch of random. And so, your homework for this show is to go out and just take what comes. Live what happens. No other choice right now. Seriously. Clearly, our plans are not working out the way we expected. So, just roll through it ride the wave show us um what your tattoo is tell us what you think is going to happen in the future um tell us whether or not you like excellent adventure or bogus journey unless you like bogus journey best then don't even bother talking no. to us and <laughs> <laughs> until next time bye don't forget to tell them where to find us yeah tell us what you learned we're on all the things For those of you looking to increase your dosage, connect with Chrissy and Heather on Facebook and Instagram and tell us how you do life. Visit ChrissyandHeather.com. That's with a C-H-R-Y-S-S-Y. Like, share, and subscribe. And tell everyone you know. Until next time.